What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to Tea Time. My name is Ben, and today we have Chris. What's going on, Chris? Hello, everyone. I'm just trying to figure out how people have the audacity to be out all the time lately. They got their and, stimulus checks. They're going crazy. And we have a very special guest. Well, she was a co-host before. Welcome, Kat. What's going hey! on? Does my mic sound okay? <laughs> yes, it sounds good. It, it sounds good. Okay, okay. So, a real ass bitch is here, obviously. I got some shit to talk about. I'm be shit talking to some people, but you know, that's why y'all love me. So, whatever. <laughs> All right. So, let's get right into this challenge, episode three of Total Madness. What were your thoughts about this episode? I thought it was great. <laughs> From start to finish, like, every aspect, I thought the episode was great. Oh, I love this episode. Okay. Um, when we talk later about the elimination, I got some thoughts. Because let me tell you, I was dying when CT's fast threw himself into elimination. I was like, oh, my God, no, he did it. And watching him lose, I'm just sitting there dying on my couch. Just, like, I'm cackling. And I'm like, why are you going to throw yourself into elimination and lose? Were you really trying to pull a Jordan from free agents? Like. Seriously, Dave is so obsessed with that red skull. Yeah, very messy. I thought the episode was pretty good. Like, we had a good challenge. We had some drama. We had, um, like, an interesting vote. And the elimination was good. So, at the beginning of the episode, we see Rogan and D, aka the cringe relationship. Um, like I'm sorry, but I don't like D. Like she's being like really cringe, like more cringe than Kara is. And I and I hate saying that because I hate Kara myself, but she is more cringe than Kara is because Kara don't do all this extra nonsense that D is doing right now. So, what are your thoughts about that? So I'm going to go ahead and just step in as a woman. I think Dee is very insecure in who she is as a human being and as a woman. And for her to attack Jen the way she did with her looks and the comments, it just, it shows how insecure she is. It also shows that she's okay being a mean girl because she thinks it's a, she's, she thinks it's appropriate but she also feels as if being a mean girl is a cute personality trait in 2020 when it's not. You cannot talk about empowerment and uplifting women and how why are women only attacking me for attacking another woman? Because of the way you responded and the fact you are constantly trying to use, I don't know, Jay as an example to get jealous and admit that he has feelings for you when the man has clearly dogged you out on national television on multiple occasions, and your clown ass still keeps going back there. For what, sis? For what? Be better. Like, it. this... And for me, I know I've done this in the past. I was, like, 18 when I acted the way she did. Because I just... I don't agree with women that do that type of shit. Like, to me, it's just so... It's so fucking, like... It's so basic. And it's so fucking cringeworthy. And it's so, like look at me, I need attention. Like, there's no need to fucking act like that. Like, if you don't like somebody, don't sit there and be like, oh, 
Greeting Earthlings with the girl from fucking Guardians of the Galaxy to like be like, oh, try to tell her that she's ugly when Jin is extremely beautiful. Dee's personality for me is what makes her so ugly in my personal opinion. Because Dee's very cute, but the fact that she's had multiple issues with people of color on the show, it, it just goes to show she's insecure. Not only that, but she's racist. Because if you've noticed, she typically only beefs with people that are like bla- that are black, and it's fucking disgusting to me to think that. How can you, as a person of color yourself, D, have so much animosity and hate towards people of color? Like how it just doesn't make sense to me. Oh, All right, uh, Chris, uh, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I mean, I don't feel uh, quite as strongly about D, but I mean, um, I don't mind her. I mean, I get your point of saying like she's doing this whole stupid like insecure thing, which is like, I mean, it's a storyline like we've seen on ver like a variety of reality shows and people in general like that try to like make their ex jealous or whatever um i don't hate d um i i do find her rather a little bit annoying so i don't have like the most amazing thoughts on her but i mean She's doing her thing for only being there for three challenges. I think, you know, she's done, she's had a pretty good go of the last three challenges. And I mean, so far this season seems to be, you know, largely about her. I think she's doing what she does best. Because if you watched her season of Jordy Shore that she did, she overreacted to goddamn near everything. So she's bringing what she brought to Jordy Shore to the challenge. And I think that's a good thing for her because it builds her up because more people are going to want to watch her rather than somebody like Casey, who's kind of just been furniture this whole time. I didn't even realize she was there. Yeah. And it's just- I mean, I could say the same thing for Jenna, too, because Jenna's, like, kind of oh, worse. Yeah. Don't Casey get is. them started on Jenna. Okay, <laughs> she- listen. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Jenna is wallpaper and a doormat. And I'm sorry. Like, congrats to you and your cheating boyfriend on getting engaged. Great for you. If that's the life you want to live, baby, go ahead and go live it. But don't think people feel sorry for you are going to feel sorry for you when, like, everything blows up in your face. I think my biggest issue with Jenna is I don't think she's a strong woman. I just, I think she's very weak-minded. If you see the reason she lists people as her friends, it's, oh, they're pretty and I have a good time with them. But there's nothing else deeper to her. And... I think life is really going to hit her because there were rumors that I'm pretty sure are true. I mean, they're probably fucking true knowing Zach. That 
she he had an entire other girlfriend before Jenna officially moved to Michigan with him. And apparently that was the bomb that Amanda was originally going to drop until somebody had asked her not to. And I really feel as if Jenna wants this like picture perfect relationship and not an actual real relationship with somebody. Because that means she has to like, you know, like actually be a deep thinking human being. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with you. Like, she's very, like, weaker-minded. Like, I do definitely agree with that statement. Um, I definitely think there's probably some truth to the whole Amanda-Zach situation that was happening. Um, I definitely think she's kind of a person who just would rather brush it under the rug and move forward, so... I mean, maybe one day she I mean, will look at what's happening, but... Yeah, because to me, I think she's a follower, but um, we can save that story for later. Let's get into Anissa trying to um, drag these young co- this young couple. Like, Anissa, please don't hate. Like, don't be mad because you're not you're not married. You're not engaged. You don't have those many fans as Sway Lee do. So just don't hate. Just, just appreciate what, what they doing? So, you don't have to hate. Listen, listen. I love Nisa Manisa. She was being a hater, and she knows she's being a hater, so it's fine. Like she knows she's being a hater, and I love Swaggy and Bailey both. I think they're both amazingly great people. I think a lot of people took what Swaggy said completely out of context, and I understand what he says because I have a child. And I would feel the same way, like, if my son was in the process of transitioning, I wouldn't want him to play a girl's sport just because, like, they're, he's in the middle of transitioning. You don't want, they, sh- you know, like, you're in the middle of transitioning. There's already so many things going on in your mind. There's so many other things that can happen. And typically, guys are actually stronger than women. It's scientifically proven. I would not want my child to accidentally hurt somebody in a sense, that they're, like, in a wrestling match and they end up breaking somebody's arm. Like, that's just not okay. And I think that's a conversation that should be had. I don't think he worded it well. That's a concern of mine as a parent. Like, what has happened if my child accidentally hurts somebody? So I get where he was coming from. Was it insensitive? Yes. Should he have worded it better? Yes. But I don't think he's transphobic. And if somebody says that I am transphobic for saying this, I'm not transphobic whatsoever. I support all of my friends who are trans. I literally sit there and beat people up when they get transphobic slurs get made. So please, do not come at me, because I will personally just beat the shit out of you for it. I just, I think people are overly sensitive in certain times. And I think woke Twitter, and I put that in quotations, woke Twitter... Y'all need to calm it the fuck down. Because you claim every little slight as racist, transphobic, homophobic, all of these things when they're not. And you are attaching something to somebody who is none of those things. And it can affect them in real life. And that's not okay. What are you referring to? Because I'm confused. 
So Swaggy had made a comment about how he doesn't think that people who are transgender should be participating in sports of the same gender that they transition to. Mm-hmm. And I get, like, what he was trying to say, but he, he really did not say it correctly. And when he tried to elaborate on what he meant, everybody just attacked him and called him transphobic when he's not transphobic. Mm. Do you think that really... Wait, so did that... Like, did Anissa mention something about that? No, I wanted to mention something about it. Because oh, okay. okay. people on the timeline constantly being like, oh, Swaggy's transphobic, Swaggy's this, Swaggy's that. And, and like, I don't think Swaggy's transphobic at all. I think he made a comment and it was an error on his end and he tried to explain it. But fake woke Twitter just, they get, they take things too far out of context and it can affect people's lives and I don't think they realize that. No, they don't. <laughs> like, I They're got racist yesterday for, like, zero fucking reason. And I, like, deleted my tweet and went private. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I did not. I, it was about J. Cole. Somebody was like, J. Cole's the worst rapper out there because he doesn't rap about, like, certain things. And I'm like, he's a worst rapper. Why? Because he's not going to sit there and talk about hoes and strippers. Just because you're not intellectual enough to, like, vibe with the music doesn't mean he's a bad rapper. And apparently, I'm a racist for saying that. And it wasn't uh, even racist. Lord. <laughs> and I would just like to add, if you hate Swaggy, why are you standing there? Because he's a pedophile. And in my case, I think ped- ped- pedo, whatever. Pedophilia? Pedophile. Yeah, that Pedophilia word is worse. Is way worse. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Bear is literal fucking trash. Great entertainment, but literal fucking trash. For those of you wanting to talk shit on Swaggy, but are yet there cheering for Bear, you need to reevaluate some shit. Because that man willingly slept with a 15-year-old, knowing she was lying about her age. Not only that, he's a fucking homewrecker, which is the episode we're getting to next week. Is Kayla at fault for what the fuck she did to herself? Yes. 110%. You don't cheat on somebody if you're no longer happy in the relationship. You be an adult. You break up with them. And don't sit there and make... It's just... Because you got cheated... Because you cheated. And then to sit there and spin it as, well, he was cheating on me. Well, where's the proof of that? Where's the proof, girl? Like, if you were to produce the truth, if... <coughs> sorry if you were to be able to be like yeah he cheated on me he was doing all of these things here's the proof great understand your decision however your man was sitting at home wondering what the fuck was going on because he saw all the spoiler pages and everybody was like what the actual fuck and you literally didn't even handle it appropriately you are a 28 year old adult and you couldn't even handle that shit appropriately Get the fuck up out of here trying to sit there and have your stands attack people for calling you the fuck out when you sat there and attacked others for doing the same shit you had just done. Yeah, I'm not really a Kayla stan person. I think her fans are really annoying. I personally find Kayla kind of annoying, so... 
I think that the whole Bear Kayla situation is just disgusting. I think Bear is disgusting as a human being. Like, great for entertainment purposes, but he's fucking a foul-ass person. And I think MTV needs to go after different people from MTV UK, male-wise. They have an entire group of Geordie Shore cast members that have never been used that came from Kyle's original show. And I love me some Kyle Christie. I adore Kyle. And I will drag whoever comes near my man because I love that boy. He is awesome. He's so sweet. Anyways, that have been, that are no longer on the show or even that are still on the show. And I'm pretty sure that they can negotiate some contracts to get them put on because they're way more entertaining than Bear will ever fucking be. Yeah, I mean, I kind of knew who Bear was from, like, Celebrity Big Brother. That's the only show I, like, knew him from. So when Davon kind of picked him as partner, I, like, remember, like, I thought, like, why is this, why, like, Day, why are you picking him? Like, because I know Day watches. And I'm like, did she not watch this season? Because all I know is that he fought with everyone all the time. So, like, he's just going to do that here. I think Davon's biggest reason for picking him was because he was, A, Team UK, and B, he's a big brother person. So she wanted to be protected by all fronts, if that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. of I mean, people came on on World of the Wars 1. She was like, oh, shit, let me go ahead and just pick somebody from the UK. So I know for a fact my ass is going to be safe. Because that entire Amen. UK team came in in an alliance. Yeah, it, it was really sad. And Bear Pitzer, Devon did pick him. He, he picked her. So. But Devon wanted to pick Bear. That was who Devon was going to pick. I wish he was the guy Ashley came instead, but um, we just had to deal with Bear. So. Listen, uh, I don't think she would have done as well if she would have had Ashley. Yeah. If we're going to be honest. And that's the tea on that. I... This whole Johnny and Wes working together is, like, really creeping me out a little bit. Like, it's better than their fake rivalry, don't get me wrong. But, like, it's a little weird for me. Because I have been watching this show for so long. Oh, God. I've been watching since Battle of the Sexes 2. And I should have never been watching at that age, but it's fine. And they have always hated each other. They've never gotten along. And the only time they ever kind of kind of got along was Rivals 1 because Wes was partnered with Kenny, the toothbrush twin, and Johnny was partnered with Tyler. However, I don't think Johnny and Wes's beef has ever really been real because the only reason Johnny didn't like Wes was because of Kenny. Yeah, I mean... I think it's gotten, like, it, it definitely escalated slightly more during, like, War of the Worlds 1 and 2 when they, like, I felt like targeted each other more. But the only reason I don't like looking at it is because I don't like looking at Wes with that fucking beard. Like, oh, my God. That beard? God, he got ridiculous. Because it is fucking disgusting. And their biggest blow-up moment, honestly, was on Rivals 2. There's a video of it somewhere, and CT ended up getting involved, because that's when CT and Wes were partners, 
I've all and like for me, I was like, why aren't Wes and CT partners? They've always had beef, like rivals one. But I understood why he was partnered with Adam because Adam and CT's beef was insane. I remember watching the duel too, and like watching CT get beat up by Adam and just laughing because I was just like, this is funny as shit. But their biggest blow up was when they both made the final. And then they just started, like, going at each other, Wes and, CT- Wes and Johnny did. And Wes, is, and Wes literally brought up the fact that Johnny cheats on every girl that he's with, which is the truth, that he's a loser, which is kind of true. I mean, if you have to get every season you win rigged for you, yeah, you're kind of a fucking loser. And then again, some other stuff that got brought up was that John needs his mommy to pay his mortgage, which that doesn't really surprise me. Oops. And there's just a bunch of other stuff. And then CT and Johnny got into it and it almost got physical there because Johnny tried to hit, Johnny like tried to push Wes and CT was not having it. And you just have Knight, Preston, Marlon's dumbass. Oh, don't even get me started on Marlon's dumbass. And. Our favorite race is Jordan, and I say that sarcastically, sitting there, like, you know what's going to happen if they get, if they hit each other, right? Like, it was just, it was a great moment to watch. But yeah, Wes and Johnny working together is really weird. I would have loved to see them paired together for a rival season, because I want to see them actually have to work together and win together, because... Let's be real here. If you have to work with somebody that you don't like, it's hard. But in this sense, they're working together, but they're not really teammates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely... I don't know. I hope the storyline ends soon. I hope someone yeah. betrays the other. But I would do either. So speaking of Johnny, let's go back to the Johnny versus Ashley. Um... And fun fact, I did not know this until today. I didn't know that Ashley was fucking dirty too. Like I was like, what the fuck? I thought she was like twenty-eight. Like I swear to God, I thought she was fucking twenty-eight. What the hell? She's thirty-two? God damn, bro. Lord Jesus. So I will go ahead and just say this. Johnny Bananas is upset that Millionaire Mitchell took what three seasons to do what he's been attempting to do. For the 20 seasons that he's been on. And if we're going to be honest here. Ashley is a genuine nice person. Johnny fucking sucks. I have. Okay. I can't. I can speak on my experience. Because I've met Johnny. Johnny was super nice to me and my friend in person. When we met him. Very kind. Very nice. Signed whatever the fuck we want to sign. Answered all of our questions. He threw out the first pitch at an Aces game a few years ago. Which is our. Minor league baseball team here in Reno. My friends and I were the only people that knew who he was. And when we were at that Aces game, this is right as he got back from filming Rivals 3, right when they announced everything. And I made a comment. I was like, I don't know why you're paired with Sarah. It would make more sense for you to be paired with Kara because of all the shit him and Kara had gone through. It would make more sense. Sarah and him, it was a game move. It's not that big of a deal, in my personal opinion. I even said that to him. I was like, you're in Sarah's beef is fucking ridiculous. It was a game move, Johnny. How many times have you done that to somebody else? He then told me, just watch and see what happens. 
and you will understand why Sarah and I are partners. And I said, okay. And this was obviously after he had stolen the money from her and nobody had any idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Johnny, he's very nice to his fans. He's great with fans. He's great with people in general. But I feel like on this show, he's a lot of enemies because of the way he acts towards his cast members. Yeah, I mean, but he likes to be the villain. That's true. He likes the villain role. And it's very shocking to me because I feel like a lot of the beefs, quote-unquote beefs that he has, are fake. Like, I feel like his and Corey's beef is genuinely fake. Mm, I don't know. I mean, they don't like each other that much. I mean, in the beginning, I mean, like, when it first... When Corey first did the challenge, yeah, I think it's fake. But like, when Corey and um, when Corey got mature and became a dad, I think the beef has suddenly like went away. That's what I think. Yeah, no, because they all congratulated Corey on having the baby and stuff, and I don't. It's a little weird for me. I just feel like that beef is fake, and the fact that Johnny wants to be partnered with Corey lets you know that that beef is really fake. I think his beef with Ashley is real, though. Oh, yeah. No, I feel like his beef with Ashley is real. I think he wants Ashley as a partner on a future challenge, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, they'd be um, a yeah. big horse. Yeah, like, um, yeah, yeah, it'd be pretty interesting. All right, so going on to the challenge. Um, overall, I thought this challenge was, like, pretty good. Um. We, we we did hear some behind the scenes stuff that Nelson and the CT went to work together. Um, I think it was Kyle and Jordan that went to work together, but I think Jordan had said no. I don't know. I don't know. I got to read his well, tweets again. So, Kyle, don't work with Jordan. Jordan's trash, okay? Are we going to talk about how stupid Nelson is? Yeah, when we get to the vote, we will. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Nelly, Nelly, Nelly. Oh. But if we're focusing on the challenge for a second, um, I thought it was, like, it was an okay challenge. I'm happy it was a mental challenge instead of something that was just, like, pure physical strength because I'm just kind of, like, like, I, like, when they at least are willing to do, like, like mental ones, and I feel like this one, I mean, yeah, they had to run or whatever, but, like, you know, it was kind of like, oh, remember these symbols, come back, and done. And, um... I mean, I was satisfied with the winners, or at least one of them. I, I will say this. I love it when they do an equalizer like that. Because at that point, it doesn't matter how fast you run. It doesn't matter how slow you run. It matters how like quick you can remember things and how quick you are on your feet with certain things. And it goes to show that just because somebody physically isn't the strongest doesn't mean mentally they can't kick your ass. Yeah. And I think that's very important. I liked the winners. I actually, Pete, I'm going to get hated, but whatever. I love CT. Does he need to retire? Yes. He's, it's past his time. He needs to clock out. Let's bring back some other vets. You know, I want, CT should have retired last season after his third win. 
That's really what I think he should have done. I feel like these past few seasons, minus his win last season, have been really poor showings. And the fact that you've gone home in, like, the second episode three out of the four last seasons that you've done, you should really just hang it up at that point. Not to mention he's at 500 in his elimination um, category. So, so CT is our winner for the Mills. And the clip, if you have it, to see who's the second winner. Bailey. I wanted, I wanted Chris to play the clip. But I said oh, wait, I didn't know I was going to say it. Oh, awkward. <laughs> I don't know. Well, anyways, Bailey won. Well, it wasn't male and female. It was just the first two. I mean, it could have been male or female, honestly, but I'm glad I'm glad the male and the female. Yeah, I think I'm and happy it was her. I love Bailey, and I'm happy it was her. I think this showing of Big Brother, who they brought on this time, is so much more like exciting to me. I mean, other than Davon, like the rest of them can just stay the fuck home, and Davon. Yeah, I mean, home people. I mean, I mean, I like Dave. The big brother people, and I like Natalie too. But I just Natalie, like, it's hard to like. Like, I love Natalie, and I think the situation she went through with Kaylee, Kaylee was so out of line, and the fact that she was not willing to apologize. I'm glad Kaylee's not on this season. I hope they never bring her back because. Kaylee is just disgusting for the way she acted, but I mean, I think you know, Polly, Natalie, Devon, whether you like it or not, they did add like a lot to the show. I mean, Polly is very infamous for only being there for a little bit, which doesn't surprise me. Day has like the best confessional, so I mean, I think the rookies in general this season are much better than they've been in the past because. I mean, other than Jen, like the rookies are really good though. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. I will say, I will say this: out of the crop of Big Brother that they've brought on, this new crop is amazing. I wish Davon would come back. You know, step back in. I love Davon. I want her back so bad. Polly, I guess taking a break has worked miracles for him, but I say that with a grain of salt. Because Lord Jesus knows that man needs serious psychological help. And my thing with Natalie is, like, I like Natalie, but, like, I'm not... I just... It's hard for me to explain. Like, there's just something about her that is... It feels ingenuine. Yes! That's exactly what it is for me. I just feel like it's not genuine. And... It's just, it's, that's, like, my thing. I'm like, I just don't feel like this is genuine with her. And the way Kaylee acted toward her was completely disgusting. And that's why I don't like Kaylee. That's, like, the main reason. is because of the way she acted towards Natalie. The way she refused to apologize because I did nothing wrong. Girl, no, you did. You outed somebody. That is completely wrong and homophobic right there. And the fact... Like, I just, I don't know. Like, I thought what she, I wish we would have seen Glittergate because I felt like that would have been iconic. Mm-hmm. Oh, we need to see that so bad. But there's just this thing about her that I don't feel like she's genuine. And I just, I don't, I can't put my finger on it. And I don't know why it is. 
It's just something about her. And that's just my personal opinion. I like Natalie. I think she's a good competitor. I would like to see her compete again. But I just want to know the real Natalie. I don't feel like it's real. Yeah. Um, Jose can just stay off my screen forever. And I would be totally okay. Yeah, he doesn't have much to say. Yeah, yeah, Jose, Jose can um, stay away. Morgan and her sister Alex are on that damn sequestered lifestyle, but we get into that later. Oh, they I just stay away. Morgan was even on a season. <laughs> and the Melvin Twins can stay, and I guess Victor's a cop now, so he's. Victor, he I forgot Victor even existed. And I forgot about the Nolan Twins, too. I mean, there are certain people that, like, uh, yeah. if you don't make any lasting impression, I'm going to forget about you. <laughs> and that's how I feel about certain people that they cast. Like, I'm glad Sahita's not on the season. I like Sahita on social media. However, on the challenge, I just kind of forget that she's there. And I want somebody that adds something. And another cast member that can just stay away is Georgia. Oh, I love George. Okay, I understand whatever happened with the whole event or whatever, but I do like her a lot on the chat. I just think she's funny. Like when she was like torturing Wes, like with her voice, like during the Georgia versus Nani elimination. I love because Georgia's just being annoying. Oh yeah, Georgia was really annoying, but her voice annoys the fuck out of me. I um like my family members are all from Essex, and their accents just annoy the fuck out of me. And I love them all, but they all annoy me. And I feel like that's why Georgia basically annoys the fuck out of me. Except for her accent. I just can't fucking do it, man. I'm like, shut the fuck up, you dumb bitch. (laughs) I like her. I mean, I'm not, like, completely, like, I don't completely know what the whole, like, the blackface thing that she had to deal with was. I don't necessarily know exactly what it was. But I mean, I still. Somebody found her pictures on Instagram, and then they basically posted them, and then a lot of the cast members, a lot of cast members, don't follow her. And she, she was out filming a while. She got exposed, but um, but she came back. Um, she was she she was actually supposed to do the season, but like due to the controversy, um, she um sat out. So that's yeah. why she's out here. I'm actually. Can I just say something? I know it's really mean, but I'm really glad Theo is not on this season either. I just, I don't, there is something about Theo that I don't like, and I just can't, I can't deal, man. I just, even watching his season of Love Island, because I had watched Love Island before he even was announced, and I didn't like him on Love Island. He annoyed me on Love Island. I was like, who is this dude who thinks he's better than everybody? Like, what? What? I didn't like him on Love Island. And then when he came to the challenge, I think he's a great, great editor. But he just needs to stay the fuck home. Because I don't like his attitude. All right. So we see that um, TT and Bailey pick Swaggy. And they go they go back to the house. And I believe they start rolling. Or did I miss it? Like, did, did anything happen before they rolled it? Um, the whole Ashley campaigning to get Johnny. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So, um, we see that all the girls want to vote for Johnny, and I think all the guys want to do Jay, and then we see that D is loyal to Jay, blah, blah, blah. We see that Ashley wants, really wants to get Johnny out. 
we see that Nelson, we see that Caleb uh, approaches Nelson and then says that, hey, um, I'm going to vote for Bananas and you guys should too, to, to put him in the elimination. And we go right into the vote. And um, so, so far we see that um, Ashley does uh, Bananas, Bananas does um, Jay, Jay does Bananas, D does Bananas. And we get to Jenna and Jenna's um, boss for Nelson. I'm like, um, I'm like, really? Like, that's that's interesting. Like, I thought, like, I thought she was going to vote for Jay, but I guess her and Bananas has this weird relationship. So that's kind of why she didn't vote for Bananas. What were your thoughts about that? So are we going to get, so basically all the girls that are Kayla, Anissa, um, Jenna and Casey and Nani, those five I think voted for Nelson, correct? Yes, mm-hmm. I did. Um, yeah, and then Nelson kind of blew up, which I completely fucking agree with because Kayla lied and then Corey lied, and I was like, Nelson, I just was like, okay, like when Jenna voted for him, I'm like, oh, she's just throwing her vote, whatever, but then like when they all started, like piling on it i was like oh my god is he about to go in like he wasn't even a thought to go in and now all of a sudden he has like because then it became johnny versus jay versus nelson and i was like i will say this nelson nelson is dumber than a bag of rocks the only person nelson is loyal to is Corey, and it's all we all know it's because he's in love with Corey. but you know that's besides the point i mean me me too though i would do the same i would be like oh (laughs) not me. I'm good off that. Um, yeah. but Nelson, baby. For somebody I, I, that's living in the see, 20th century. I'm not Madison fans. Like, I don't really care if he goes personally. But, like, I get the Corey mess because I, like, probably thought solidly, like, three times this episode. I was like, damn, he really looks good, doesn't he? Uh, <laughs> He's, I don't know. I, I, might I, come after you. <laughs> I, I might get a peanut from a lawyer to not speak about him. Um, oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, but I really think Nelson's freakout was completely, like, valid. And people can, like, say what they want, but it was completely valid. This poor man. Oh, Nelson. He should have spent more time studying in school and building up some common sense. You know, but he's, yeah. didn't. he's dumber than a bag of rocks, okay? He just doesn't play the game well because he just doesn't make the social connections that he needs to. Like, I think he'll hang out with the guys and Corey. He's just a fucking idiot. Like, the no. way he says audacity, like, <laughs> dude, it's not pronounced audacity, it's pronounced uh, audacity. Like, come on. We feel- we really need to start a thread of the shit Nelson just says. Because some of the shit that comes out of his mouth, I am just like, Nelson, baby, did you, did you pass? The 2018 century? The, the 2019 century? Oh, like, dude, come on, dude. dude. I literally, when he said that shit, and, like, he was going at it with Nate, and that's another situation we will talk about, because, Lord, Lord Jesus. Um... I remember dragging him. I was like, Nelson, for somebody living in the 2019th century, you're pretty stupid, buddy. And I just kept dragging him with it. It's just, he says stupid shit all the time like that. And it's just so funny. So we need to, we really, like, I think y'all should really do a 
shit that Nelson says. Because you know how they have. Oh yeah, we should do a segment on that though. We should do this the shit that Nelson says. A segment. <laughs> oh my lord! Because you know, have you guys seen the Degrassi no contacts no contacts page? Oh, no, I have not seen it. Oh my god, they have an entire thread dedicated to Spinner, and because you know how Spinner's fucking retarded, basically, like they have an entire thread dedicated to the shit that he says it's like common sayings that people normally don't get wrong but then spinner gets them wrong Uh we need that for nelson because it's pure gold the stuff that comes out of his mouth (sighs) all right so yeah i agree sorry all right so so we see that johnny and ashley goes at it once again and then ashley's like you need to hang your, your jersey and, and just retire already, Grandpa. Like, just go away. Yeah, I thought that was grandpa. fucking funny. And so I'm I just like, was... I like, I sat there, and I, I cackled. And then I'm sitting there thinking to myself, isn't CT only like a year older than Johnny? And then like Wes yes, is, is a couple years younger. So it's kind of just like, why don't all three of them hang up their jerseys so we can get Darrell back? Because Darrell, ooh. He may be older, but that man looks good. And that man can still compete. And I want to see him get Car- Corey's little curly-headed ass. I'm ready. I'm ready. Then we see the three. Then we see, um, damn, I forgot. Okay, we see Baby Swaggin, CT, all in the trouble, you know. They both for um, Bear, Rogan, and Nelson, and then. We see that bear goes first. The only, the only, the only reason why he was in there because they needed a third bowl and then blah blah blah, all that stuff by Kayla, whatever. Um, we see that Nelson's in there trying to explain that. You just missed the night out, bro. No, 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 no. I think that's um. No, it's not. It's before the tribunal. Thank you. Um, (laughs) that night out, that kiss between D and J was just so cringy, so cringy. And then the argument her and Rogan got into was so ridiculous. <sighs> D and Rogan are just annoying as fuck to me. I hate Rogan. I mean, like, his banter on social media, yes, it's hysterical. But him and Joss literally could just stay the fuck home. And nobody, and I truly mean this, nobody would miss them. Yeah, yeah, I agree on that. Yeah. I'm, not, night, I'm, not, I'm not a joking fan. Yeah, that that whole night scene was kind of cringy anyway. So, um, I like Jay though, yeah. and I hate that he's being used because I genuinely feel like Jay is a nice person, and I feel so bad because I feel like he's getting such a hard time. Like, I mean, I mean, so he's a hard. rookie, so rookies get get like um um destroyed like that. So, but it but also, but, but it yeah, also doesn't help. The fact that he's Morgan's ex-boyfriend and Morgan cheated on Jay with bananas. So that whole situation doesn't help. And the fact that D is yeah. using him is just, it doesn't help that either. And I feel like Jay is really going to be one of those competitors that like his first season, he's going to be that person that's the scapegoat, goes into elimination, handles business. And then his next season, he may actually win it. And because he's going to be smarter, he's this game for him. He comes from Survivor. 
Do you know how hard Survivor is? Like, it makes the challenge look like a cakewalk. Okay? Like, Survivor is a very hard game. And coming from Survivor, he could genuinely win this challenge the way Turbo did. And I think for Jay, this season's going to be the hardest one he's done. And then the next ones, like, socially, he's going to thrive. Because I feel... Obviously, I've read the spoiler, so I know everything that happens. And we're not going to spoil anything. But I feel like this season, he's going to be their scapegoat to go into elimination. He's just going to go in, go in, go in, go in, go in. And just sending people the fuck home. And then, you know, I have this feeling he's just not going to make it to the final because of that. But I feel like his next season that he does, he's going to win it. And that's just my personal opinion on it. Mm, I mean, I'm kind of shocked that they didn't bring Morgan onto the season because I think that would have been kind of interesting. And I, We don't need her boring ass back on. So you can, she just said the fuck home. Okay. She just said the fuck home. I personally like Morgan. I can't follow her on social media because it's just too much like clout. But like, I do like her as a person. I liked her on Big Brother over the top personally because I liked her side. But I... I think she... I actually think she was kind of interesting on X on the Beach. I think on the challenge, they just got out way too early for her to be remotely interesting at all, but... I mean... I mean, I didn't want her on the X on the Beach because she was going to bring those... That racist trash back to Monte, and I'm like, dude, you don't need... Why would you... Out of everybody, why him? Like, Because just so didn't have a choice. Do you... Like, for X on the Beach... Do you know that, like, they basically, they pick your exes that go on. I know this for a fact because they called Tyler, like, five times when they had season Marie on the beach because that's what we're going to call Marie on the beach. Season three is Marie on the beach. Um, They called Tyler five different times. Tyler declined every single fucking time. He said, no, fuck you. I ain't doing this. And first off, they don't pay them well. Second off, it's just Morgan actually did a pretty good job on X on the Beach. I liked her on X on the Beach. And then when I saw the spoilers for World of the Worlds 1, and I saw her with bananas, I was like, this dirty little hoe. Y'all don't drag me, but y'all probably will. I don't know what the fuck. I was like, this dirty little hoe fucked over the sweet little angel for bananas two-inch penis? Come on. And when I said... I wonder I think, what would have happened, though. Like, I feel like it only happened because they got out so early, so they were probably, like, on the, like, whatever, like, the trip or whatever, and she just was, like, whatever. She was bored. I And I, I don't think Morgan's a hoe, but that's just... I, I, if you know me, you know that's how I fucking talk about everybody. And y'all yeah. get so offended so fucking easily, and I hate the fact that I have to disclaimer myself on shit. But... I, I just, I don't like, I just don't think Morgan brought a lot to the challenge. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they lost in the elimination that Zach was supposedly trying to throw, like, that's sad. Yeah, it's very sad. <sighs> um, so they come back from the house and did the tribal union, already discussed it. Um, so CT tossed the rogue outside and the rogue is like, 
I want Jay. Just just vote me in, and I want him. And I, and I want and I want to be him. And then CT having seven seconds. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, man, the reason that I'm laughing is because Rogan was like crying last season not to go into elimination. He even had Joss going for him. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Yeah, for Rogan to say like the same, like, oh, I'm not afraid of eliminations, I'll do them all the time or whatever, like, I like kind of thought, I'm like, didn't you like, 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 do anything you could? I mean, he's basically a pussy chicken, so, um, yeah. <laughs> no, Jordan is pussy chicken, Jordan will always be pussy chicken, like, I'm sorry, like, Turbo had the best one-liners because he barely spoke English. And the shit that came out of his mouth was just great. And I love Turbo. <laughs> Although I do think Turbo was a little psychotic in their last fight, I will say. like, Oh, but Jordan needed that, okay? Jordan really needs to get his ass beat. Yeah. Okay, Jordan really needs a good ass whooping because that man is like, He's just not humble. And he's like, I'm the best. I'm the best. And I'm sorry, but if you are the best, why do you constantly have to remind everybody that you're the best? Correct. I agree with that. So we get into the elimination. And we see that CT volunteers. Are we just going to skip over the fact that Nelson says he's known for eliminations when I totally forget Nelson's actually decent at eliminations? Like, the fact the man and Darrell sat there in vendettas, like, locked for, like, an hour and a half was insane. And the fact that it's a draw, that it was a draw on both of their records, that it doesn't affect their record. But... I forgot Nelson was even, like, known for eliminations. Or is that just in his little, like, pea brain? No, 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 no. No, no, he's, uh, no, he's actually 8-1-1 one, one in elimination, so. Nate, yeah. I think Nelson's very good at elimination. And I also think Nelson is the real winner of invasions. But they had to have a champ win, so they gave it to CT. And that's just the T on that. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we see CT volunteer himself, and we see that this elimination is basically <laughs> tying up ropes and putting shit in front of the door, so you can see, stop your opponent. And- I would, I would have not volunteered for this because had this been like obviously like a hall brawl or something, and I was CT. Yeah, it makes sense for you to volunteer because Jay is little and it's easy to beat him. But this was like a no contact thing, and I kind of was like, I'm mean, don't get me wrong. When, after they did the whole, like, you know, sabotage your opponent, make them go through all the ropes, blah, 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 and then swap. When they swapped, I was like, Jay, baby, what did you do? Because I was like, okay, CATs looks like a mess, so I don't understand how you're getting through that. And Jay, like, all you did was, all he has to do is just move shit. So, like, I do agree, though, with, like, Jay. Like, originally, my strategy, when I looked at it... I would have put the rope through the cinder blocks and, like, tied it and weaved it all through, like, the freaking, like, rails and everything as well. I just felt like for 20 minutes, if I was Jay, I would have been able to do more than what he did. 
I think Jay, what Jay did was smart because yes, CT is a machine, but he's not in shape. Yes, he has like natural physical strength, but you wear down at some point. And I think Jay was smart in the fact that he did all the heavy stuff. And CT's rope abilities were just bad. Like, that was just a mess. And I personally just started laughing when CT went down. I was like, Chris, what the fuck are you doing? This is not a hall brawl. This is not physical. Stay your dumb fat ass up there and stay safe. He should have thrown in Rogan. And I think Rogan would have gone home. And that would have been epic, in my personal opinion. Because fuck Rogan's bitch ass. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Rogan would lost that. I think CT should have been a lot more methodical in what he did because Jay was very methodical in what he did. And I think that Jay, despite whatever, despite any, despite his placement this season, Jay's a fucking legend because you took out C fucking T. Not many people have been able to do that. And something like that. You can't take CT out physically. I mean, yes, Kyle took CT out, but that was some fucked up, weird ass three way elimination that made no fucking sense. Okay? It made zero fucking sense on how they did what they did. If I was somebody that was doing, you know, the world of the worlds that season, that elimination, I would have had it where the one person would go against one, whoever wins go against that other person. Correct. Out of the uh, losers, yeah, out, of the, out of the losers, had the losers battle it out, and then had the winner go against the other loser. That would have made the most sense to do. And at that point, I love Kyle, but he would have been out of the game. Him and JP both would have been gone. It would have been CT and Maddie as a partner, and that partnership would have won the final. Or gone far enough. But I don't think CT would have made it through the final. Maddie gassed out in that final. But I think that elimination would have had a very different outcome if CT would have just taken his ass up there or if he would have been more methodical. Jay's a fucking legend, though, because what he did is something that very few people have been able to do. I mean, CT himself has taken himself out of the game because of his own stupidity. But I don't... Has CT ever actually lost... A one-on-one elimination. I mean, um, I think he lost to bananas. I think, or did he beat bananas? Okay, so oh, rivals won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Not rivals were free agents. I think I think it was free agents. No, no, he didn't lose to. He lost to bananas in a puzzle. Yeah, not like a one-on-one physical elimination like that. Like that elimination, it wasn't. Contact physical, but it was a very physical elimination. I don't know who I don't know what elimination that he won that was physical because but that just beat him in that and I just watched this shit the other day and, I'm, and that shit annoyed the fuck out of me. Like that was so goddamn puzzle. However, on Rivals One, that elimination, if it would have just been CT going against Tyler and Johnny, CT yeah. would have wiped the fucking floor with exactly. Them. He he would have beat the shit out of him, but Adam. I'm like, dude, what? Adam, if you listen to Adam's um, Challenge Mania, shout out to Derek and Scott for the 
challenge made in Nashville was amazing. I want to go into that a little bit once we yeah, get yeah. talking about the show because I have a I have to drag a certain individual. Um, <laughs> and I will be dropping all of the screenshots so everybody can see the psychoticness of this dude's girlfriend. Um but Adam talked on that interview. He was like, if I would have not fucked up, we would have been in that final and they would have won. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. So we see that JBCT and CT goes home. He's talking about, oh, I'm going to come back. Uh, think uh, stronger and better do. Just retire already. You know? I, mean, I, I, I mean, I like he has to compare them, but just retire. CT, baby. Are you going to stop eating? Are you going to stop eating all the junk food and go to the gym? Or are you going to just, you know, come back next season rocking the dad bod? Listen, if CT was still providing the level of athleticism that he used to provide and the level of entertainment, I would be like, yes, Chris, come back. I'm just at that point now where I'm like, Chris, take like six seasons off and then come back, you know, stroll into the house like you did. What season was it where he just, it was him and Turbo. They literally just strolled into the house and CT had a fucking bed. Like that's the CT I fucking love is like, he legitimately just walks in and everybody's like, oh fuck, Chris is here. I'm fucked. You know? That is the CT. Yes. That is the CT I love. I would love for Johnny to focus on his acting career because there's a lot of vets that are very interested in coming back, but they don't want to do a season with Johnny. <laughs> right. And, and the, I'm hope good. And the fact that Kendall, Tori Hall, and Brad were all fucking dropped from this season makes me it boils my fucking blood. Didn't Brad retire? Because no, I mean he. So, I thought he retired. It. Side note: Brad, Tori, and Kendall were both all final cast. They were dropped last minute. The fact we almost had Miss Kendall Shepard and Miss Tori Hall on the same fucking season, you have got me on a whole other level of fucked up. That they were dropped for Johnny Bananas, bitch ass. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of people. Like, Rachel Robinson would come back if it if Johnny wasn't on the season. Why aren't we taking advantage of that? Hell, run Landon his fucking money so he can come back and show you all what the GOAT really is. <laughs> Sorry, Landon. All right, so. My favorite challenger of all time. All right. Alright, so that's that does it for the episode because we're gonna move to our MVP and LVP of the episode. So name so we're gonna go around and then name our top three of each category. So uh ladies first, so cat, go ahead. My MVP for this episode, my MVPs are Jay, Bailey, and Swaggy. My LVPs are CT, Johnny, and Wes. Okay. Um, MVP for me, Miss Bailey Dayton. Um, I'm going to say 
I, I don't know why this person's coming in my head because it's so like out there and you're both going to be like, what the fuck? Where did you get that person? But I'm going to say Casey. Um, <coughs> I just, I feel like, fuck? I feel like, Where are you, sir? Is everything okay at home? I just feel Dude, like are you high? Like, come on. She's like a rookie, but like I feel like no one gives a shit that she's there. Like they're just like, I'm down with this girl. And I feel like Casey is good at competitions. And I think she's just gonna I think she's gonna coast by. So I'm feeling some MVP. Like I feel like she's gonna do well. See, that's how I yeah. feel about Casey too. I feel like Casey is just she's doing what she did on Big Brother, which is like she played under the radar. And I think it's not interesting to watch, but it's a smart gameplay. It's a very smart gameplay, and I think she is going to do what she has to do when the time comes. Right. And for my third, I'm going to go with... Um, I'll give it to Swacky, just because... Why not? Um, For three LVPs, I'm going to put... Um, Nelson, because I think he fucked up a lot with a lot of people, and he hasn't been playing smart. I'm and plus, play... um, sorry to interrupt, but um, we we did miss that Nelson and Swaggy got into it, but I guess because they're cool, they didn't want to air it. But instead, we saw this damn D and Rogan shit again. So I mean, opportunity mm. may save me their friends again. But anyway, go ahead. I'm gonna give another one to Rogan. Just because, you know, he's Rogan. My third LVP, I'm giving to Jenna. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's understandable. And my three LVPs are Jay, Bailey, and Swaggy. And then my three LVPs are um, Jenna, Casey, and because Jenna literally has three confessionals. And Jay only has 27, so what the fuck? Like, it's, it's crazy. And I'll say D for my um, third LVP. Um, so that does it for our, our LVPs. Now, Kat, the floor is yours. Go ahead and say what you're going to say. Oh, okay. It's finally my turn to talk about Challenge Mania Nashville. Nashville, oh, Lord. Here we go. I had an awesome time at Challenge Mania Nashville. I got to meet some really cool people. Um, I had great experiences with all the cast members other than, well, Big Easy. Big Easy was very just kind of like, he was there, basically, is how to describe Big Easy's presence. Um, other than that, Kendall, Tori, Maddie, Ammo, Derek, Scott was awesome. They were all super awesome, super open to answering all of our questions. Super nice. I mean, there was some car shade thrown. If you are a patron, you can actually hear it. And you'll hear my loud ass talking shit because I was drunk. Um, but yeah, no, it was really awesome. I got to meet a lot of people. Um, two people in particular were very disrespectful and glaring the entire time at me. I even smiled at them because I was like, maybe they're nervous. I smiled, was glared at. One member is part of another podcast. He, he, so I thought had apologized for the situation. It was not him. His girlfriend had apparent has apparently has access to all of his accounts. And this vicious psycho, like it is like psychotic, abusive behavior. Like that is what the only way I can describe the situation is. 
So obviously, I had like a crush on um, Jake from Smashing Heads podcast. You know, like once he told me he had a girlfriend, I was completely respectful of the situation. Never tried to do anything because I'm not a dumb cunt like that. However, I had like made a comment on a photo about how oh, all of his family is full of hotties because they all are. It's that's not a big deal, right? Like not a big fucking deal. Like oh, whoopsie do I said your boyfriend was hot? Get the fuck over it. I say that to everybody. <laughs> um. Homegirl, I don't even know homegirl's name. All I know is is the bitch is just insecure, clearly. I don't even know why, but she's just insecure and psychotic, obviously. Um, she decided to slide into my DMs pretending to be her boyfriend and was hitting on me. And so obviously I was like, oh, here's my number, text me. I obviously being the single woman that I am and having no shame in the fact that I have a nice butt sent a booty pic because, you know, that is who I am as a person. Anybody will fucking tell you that. Then find out that it's his girlfriend. So then I go on social media and address the issue because I, I just don't, I think it's psychotic behavior. I have not dealt with that since I was in middle school. I've never had somebody pretend to be their significant other. Since, I don't know, I was 13. And, well, apparently they didn't appreciate that. I get a DM saying, this is nothing personal, but could you not drag my girlfriend? It's upsetting her. I roll. I I rolled like six times reading the statement that he sent me. Then I proceeded to say, if she really didn't want to get dragged on social media, she shouldn't fucking pretend to be her boyfriend he said that I talked to her about my feelings on what she did and that it was inappropriate clearly it's inappropriate it's borderline psychotic and it's actually abusive behavior if we're going to be honest here and any dude that I spoke to and showed them the screenshots of what the fuck was said between her and I the bitch would have been dumped immediately first of all second of all You don't do that to somebody. You don't sit there and then proceed to slut shame me, body shame me, and get upset because, like, I'm very valid in my fucking feelings in the situation. And I even told her, I was like, if you want to fight, we can fucking fight. I'll beat your ass, bitch. I don't care. Because that's how I feel. I feel like that girl needs a good ass whooping because no grown ass woman acts like that. And that's on fucking period and I'll drop the motherfucking screenshots I have nothing to fucking hide baby I don't give a fuck if I get blocked the fuck you gonna do try to play victim on your podcast bitch don't try me um and Ben you've seen the screenshots you've seen seen them I've seen them and Um, she would have been dumped immediately so don't even try to like backtrack who was the uh, other person that um you had stares with? The other person? Yeah. What you mean the other person? You said you had two people that were staring at you, like all. Oh no! All- it was Jake and his girlfriend that were glaring, and anytime I okay. would smile, they kept glaring for no yeah. fucking reason. I had fucking multiple people, including cast members, say, "Please don't go over there and try to fight her." Don't go over there and say anything, because I'm the type of person where if you want to glare at me, I'm going to give you a fucking reason to glare. I've always been that person. I would go address the issue very happily, 
and say, what the fuck is your problem? Why the fuck do you keep looking at me like there's a fucking issue? Yeah. Um. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. And they can sit there and play it off as, oh, it was just an environment thing. We didn't know anybody and we weren't glaring. No, but you were, sis. You were because multiple people fucking noticed and were like, what the fuck is their problem? And it's just downright disrespectful because I was never disrespectful. I even smiled and attempted to say hi. I was glared at, looked at disgustedly, like, why the fuck are you talking to me? So, no, I am no longer going to play nice. I am dropping all the fucking screenshots once this episode is out. And, you know, the bitch is psychotic. The bitch needs to go to get fucking therapy. And trust me, I know when you need therapy because I'm in fucking therapy, ho. (coughs) I will say this. I, I don't. I was not, I don't think I was disrespectful in saying that she was an insecure little girl and an insecure bitch because that's the truth of the matter. However, when you fuck with me, I'm not the one to fuck with because I will come back at you a thousand times harder because I give no fucks. What the fuck are you going to do? Cry? Good. Fucking cry about it. Go talk to your therapist about it because clearly something is wrong in your relationship for you to feel the need to do that. And something's clearly wrong with you because you have the need to go fucking do that. And I will go gladly drop everything. I don't give a fuck. What are you going to do? Play victim? Good. Play victim, bitch. You can't play victim when the screenshots are out there. I really want to fight this girl. And that is a problem. And I know it's a problem because I am trying to spiritually grow myself. I am trying to become a better woman. But bitches like that deserve to get knocked the fuck out. All right, so what a episode! But before I go, I'd like to give a shout out to MTV Unschool Malik for doing all of all that he does with the shirts. I brought the shirt. Um, basically, the shirts are just like the ones that they were in the show without the brand. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, yeah. So I really appreciate that. And I, and I appreciate I, that he. I adore Malik. I think Malik is amazing. I met Malik in person. Completely fucking awesome. Love the dude. I think he's dope as fuck. And I think it's awesome that he also has a website where we can get all the fucking seasons. <laughs> yeah, um, that's really awesome. And I love and I'd like to give a shout out to um Hedrick Styles Podcast because they also have merch on sale and the merch is pretty awesome. I will say this, Ali and, Logan, and Ali and Logan are the nicest people on the planet. Meeting them in person, they're just so sweet, so nice, so warm and so genuine. Same with the other two people that are on Smashing Heads podcast. They were absolute dolls when I met them in person. They were so sweet, so nice. I had a very bad experience, obviously, with Jake, but I love their podcast. I don't hold Jake accountable for his girlfriend's actions because clearly that is on her, not him. I do not have an issue with Jake. I just want to beat his girlfriend up because she's a dumb twat. Yeah, so (laughs) does that do it for this episode? Because it's... Yeah, this episode is going to be a, um, a long one, so. Yes, and also, I do think some foreshadowing was played between Kayla and Bear for next episode because of the title. Oh, 
All right. So for Chris, Kat, and myself, this has been Ben, and see you guys later.